Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. You're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you. Also, cheers <laughs> to... I feel like... Did we cheers? You didn't cheers <laughs> Swing me. and a miss. How do you miss cheersing? <laughs> I don't know. I have a cup. Uh, um, you know, you go to do the high five and you, you both go and you miss. That's just embarrassing. <laughs> um, and I think we should, you know, we should always acknowledge now. I mean, we don't acknowledge Vic the Soundcheck enough. She acknowledges. Yeah, she needs a little more recognition on this podcast. She acknowledges herself. And we go like, how you doing? This is Billy. And this is Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and, and then she'd be like, Vic. And then you could be Jen. Billy, Vic. Billy and Vic and Jen. But we should also announce um, and recognize a little more Lil Ren. She's been in the studio Sweet for the last is, It's weeks. become like a habit of hers. To she's, join us she's in our the, live audience. We're working on the live audience dynamic. You yeah. Know? Well, she yeah. actually affects me. Like when she'll roll her eyes when I say something, it gets in my head. Or if she like laughs, then I want to keep going with it. Like you're like, okay, in the office, we Michael know, Scott. My love. Michael Scott, if, if if anyone thinks his jokes are funny, then he's like, What? <laughs> and he like keeps <laughs> he just keeps running it way past the point of being. Why funny. do we have to bring up the office? Just <laughs> cannot handle that show. It's my mm. least favorite show of all time. Well, you, well, you're against the whole world. Okay, so, I'm not. It's Jen the against world. the world when it comes to the office. There are way better shows in the office. Okay, I'm gonna do what you do all the time. Let's take a poll, which <laughs> can't happen. Let's take a poll with the listeners. Um, how many of our listeners at least acknowledge that Office is a well, great? Well, if they're funny driving in the show. car with their spouse, they're the poll. Like they can just you know be like, I like it, I don't like Everyone, it. Everyone, wherever you're at right now, listening to Coffee Talk, raise your hand if you love the Office. Look at those hands. I see that hand. <laughs> see that it's hand. look. It's a majority. <laughs> it's a majority vote. <laughs> oh. um, Coffee Talk Studios, right. man, is super cozy today. It is raining in Seattle. It's. This has been the first time it's rained in probably two and a half weeks. What? No, no, no. A Over a month. Yeah. We've really? had we've had easily thirty days of no rain. Yeah. Easily, um, babe. Our grass is scorched earth. That was because Scorched of the 109 earth. heat wave we had for three days. Like, I stopped trying to keep that grass green. It is as brown. It's it's so brown, it's almost white. It's, it's dead. Like, it's just like, it's literally dead, and we just let it go. It is, and I'm not going to lie, I love the summer in Seattle. It's literally the best kept secret of Seattle, but this beautiful. rain this morning, super cozy. And I don't mind it, because by 2 o'clock today, it's going to be in the 70s, and it's going to be sunny all week. That's what it says. So, cheers to July. But I mean, isn't it cool, though? I, I kind of like the... To all our friends who don't live in Seattle, if you want to visit, come in July. It's literally the most beautiful place in the whole world is July in, in Seattle. I would, yeah, no argument. I, you can, you so could thrilled. argue June, July, and August. Yeah, I would say that too. Yeah. I'm Although so I love autumn in Seattle. So like yeah, September, October, special. November, unbelievable in Seattle. Yeah, Just pretty the special. best, man. That's what I love. Okay, so we're going on vacation. The countdown is 25 days. And can I say... The I summer think, vacation. I think quarantine, like having those months off and, and not doing much for me those months was like first in the beginning a challenge. And then it was like, wow, I really needed just a break. But coming back into full swing, we've been in full swing for some time. For some time. But like when I have full weeks, I come out of those full weeks like a zombie. And where before I would... And maybe it's my age, like, you know, being 42, like, I'm not bouncing back as fast. Or maybe it wasn't healthy to yeah. do what you were doing before. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, the pace, I have to just, like, really, this week I'm pacing myself, like, changing well, you're the hours recovering, the you're a recovering workaholic. Yeah. Totally. You and, are. And self-admitted. Yeah. Totally. But I'm just telling you, like, I'm like, why am I, I was literally, I had my routine, and I, I woke up. Early, I was like, nope, not doing it. Not today. You didn't go to the gym. You I went me. back to bed. But you know what? It's okay. 
I feel good. Like I was like, my body's. Well, that's because yesterday we recently instituted for ourselves, and it's been hard. Is is a weekly day off because with quarantine we weren't taking days off. We kind of had because after with quarantine, no, no, yeah, with quarantine you had the whole year off. It felt like, (laughs) and then we work for ourselves in all areas of life, which just sounds so wonderful to say. (laughs) And we've been doing that for two years, and. So we were like, well, we don't take a day off because like we take we can take any day off. And we did. We were like, well, take this day off. We're we're gonna do this. We take any afternoon off. Like yeah. we control our schedules to the, for the most part. You know, you want to be true to what you've set up, but yeah. we could call audibles any moment and we did, but we were starting to realize and some friends in our life were like, um, you you need to set like just a regular day off. So yeah. we finally did to reality. two weeks ago and which our day offs are Monday. And my God, like I was, you've had to fight for it. Yeah. But I found myself all week, like, oh God, I can't wait for Monday. Like Monday, (laughs) like I literally, like on Monday, I'm not going to do anything. Like we're just going to, we went to breakfast. We found the best breakfast place. It's, it's, it's a, it's a restaurant that's been around the city for a a long time called the Rusty Pelican. In Woodenville. But the new one in Woodenville next to Sidekick Coffee. Um, Oh my goodness. We love it. Right, Lil Ren? Yeah, it, they, oh, Vic, it feels like Europe. It feels like Europe. Friend. Yeah. Potato, okay, if you've never tried potato pancakes, you got to try potato pancakes. They're playing Louis Armstrong, Jimmy oh, Durante, wow. Frank Sinatra the whole time. You literally feel like you're in Europe. And it's in this, It's we sat on the patio, which they call it Wine Alley, because at night all these shops open up and it's just wine tastings, because it's Woodenville. Stringed lights. It's which unbelievable. We had, to, we had to do a date night there, babe. Like just go to like a couple of the, Done. the wine. Catch me on a Monday. Done, done. <laughs> Take me on a hot date. So, anyways, uh, twenty-five days to vacation. But the thing I like about that is, once we get back from vacation, the countdown starts to fall because we'll get back pretty much September, and then we have September, October, and fall. And then vacation JJ showed up this week, and I'm yeah, so did. grateful for you her. Can't say Let's that. Who vacation JJ is? So there's Jen Huffman, who is a girl boss. She's yeah. an entrepreneur extraordinaire. She's pastor. Healthy. She's one of the greatest pastors on the planet. She. She does everything all the time with everyone, whenever, no, you're, however, you're so whoever Opinion she's down. Health. Oh man, she's she's a fitness goddess. She's she's just everything. Right? <laughs> this is so dramatic. That's you. You're this Jen. You're you're, you're 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 amazing. And then thank you, my love. You then there are these now. brief moments where where boss girl Jen goes to sleep, and who wakes up <laughs> in her place. It's vacation, vacation JJ. <laughs> it only happens when when boss girl Jen is like on vacation or she has a period of time, whether it be three days or 14 days where she's like, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to think about anything. And so um, I don't know what, what transpired, but this week, vacation JJ, she woke up. And I remember you coming she up. She woke up. This is so funny. Yes. You love it when she wakes up. <laughs> I love vacation. Like JJ orders donuts for the table. Yep. <laughs> so that's what you do. Nachos for the table. You've oh, done that. And, we're, no, and like, even your daughter's favorite. like, what just happened? I'm like, oh, vacation JJ just happened. <laughs> so anyways, you come out to the patio the, this week and you're like, I think I found us a house in Chelan for Thanksgiving. Which we love to do that. That was kind of low key be trying to become a tradition for our family. We didn't go last year and we don't go every year. Sometimes we go on Christmas, but you know, like, yeah. but you know, it's. You had a little bit of a meltdown when we didn't go last year. Let's just be honest. Yeah, but I mean, it's, you gotta, <laughs> yeah. we gotta. You're just moving right along. You gotta find the right price. You gotta find the right house. Yeah. It's just all kind of, all, all the stars have to align. Oh, look at that. Like, we, the, we had a little, like, an argument back, like, last November because I was just like, babe, it's just not the t- season for us to go this year. I don't you think. said, we have the money. But should we spend the money? 
Mm, and I was like, you know what? I don't friends. like your mature approach to this whole thing. Let me ask Vacation JJ. <laughs> yeah, where's Vacation JJ? Because she's down to buy nachos for everybody. And so, um, but you were right. And so we 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 abstained. But you found this house. It's good right to price. Save. All the stars aligned. All the stars. We we and oh, you know, you know, you, know you booked it the entire just... week, Monday through Saturday of Thanksgiving week. The whole family is converging in, in Chelan, Chelan. So, on the water. You it's know, a Thanksgiving. There's mecca. just moments in life when you know you just got to pull the trigger. Like you find something that that first of all, it was a house that was big enough. That's mm-hmm. one. That's right? so hard to find. Second of all, and we've. We've had our shares. A house that's big enough that's affordable we've, and we've not We've had ridiculous. our shares of like rental houses where it's like, oh, it's cool, it's nice, but this is a I I I went online, it was brand new. Brand new. And I and friends, brand spanking new. When when something has white walls and it has stainless steel, I'm I'm just you know, thrilled out of my mind. It also has shiplap. Shiplap too, right? You know Is that like is that from Fixer Upper? Yeah. yeah. They put so shiplap I just was like, on everything. This place is amazing. Shiplap? And the crazy thing is is I started looking around, everything's starting to book up, all the big ones are booked up. I'm like we should just probably pull the trigger now. Dude, this thing has its own hot tub, has its own <laughs> fire pit, has 1,500 square you know feet of a, a patio and deck space. It's with covered heaters. with heaters up in there. Yes. It has a ping pong table and a rec room. It, it's a connected to a clubhouse that we can go to where they have two massive hot tubs you know where fun. 20 people can fit in. I'm still going. They have a fitness you room. They have a pool, which are probably closed. <laughs> I mean- we're just gonna it's gonna be awesome. It's a mile walk to Starbucks and the in the beautiful um like old ancient city of Chelan where like and in the old winter ancient. and in the fall everyone disappears, okay, so it's like a this, ghost this town. Is the deal we're gonna go to the bakery, we're gonna get coffee. Calm down. So, oh man. The thing about Chelan is is like I went there during the summer and I wasn't like a huge fan. Like people talk about Chelan Where'd like you go with? We went and visited one time during Not the summer. Me. Oh, it was years. I don't know, a few years ago. We did. It was like with Morgan and we did the uh, condo one time. That was the fall. Well, it was like into summer. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. But when I went, I was like, ah, I'm not feeling this place for, for, for summer vacation. No But way. then we rented a place to, for a winter experience, and that changed everything. Yep. To see the mountains, the snow top mountains, didn't our, all the things Didn't your happening. sister's kids, our, nie- our niece and nephew, say like they want to, like if... It was their favorite vacation in the whole world. They came up for yeah. Thanksgiving once. They yeah. flew in from Florida. We all got in a house and just like just. And did your sister literally say she wants to retire in Chelan, in Chelan. Washington? Yeah. yeah, she loves. That's it so real. Much. Yeah, and so it's kind of magical. She hasn't been there in the summer, and that's going to freak her out because it turns into a frat party. You're coming. I in. think she'd like it. It's you're, a frat party for you're coming for, in hot and four me, months. You not let me finish too many long sentences. What I wanted to say was, is uh, that, keyword is long. I <laughs> need you to tighten it up. You, you're so for all the listeners who love us. I hope they love us. You're so fast. Like I, I can't put the sentences together that fast. Like you're just a brilliant mind. Moving on. <laughs> But to say all of that, thank you, Billy Huffman. Uh, Chelan is absolutely the coziest, most romantic, chill place for the holidays. So I'm thrilled. So thrilled. It's going to be awesome. You got it. You got to go check it out. Hey, man, book something. Even if you can't book a house, book something. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Get out and rest. I was just with a friend and we were talking about, they just said, you guys are always good about vacation. I said, you know, the truth is, is that it's vacation and getaways. And we've said this before on the podcast is such a priority. We save every month to do something in the summer and something in the winter. And when things have been tight over the years, just like last year, we don't do those things. But for the most part we have, and I'm telling you, that's probably the number one thing our kids talk about as they're in their 20s now is all of those memories, even when they were little. It's special. Yeah, 
I, I, do it. We'll do it when we have grandkids. I do think someone mentioned to me the other day, they're like, dude, like you must be loaded. Or they, they didn't yeah. say it like that, but they but kind they of alluded because of the vacations. And I was like, oh, no, no. Like, look around. We own very few toys. We, we've, I, I drove the same car for 13 years. You know, you'll be dri- driving the car that you had. It took you however many years to get a Lexus. And then you, you know, you'll drive that. Like, we, we don't spend our money on lots of materials. Yo, can the dog? What's happening with the dog? Is I he think he's in the bathroom. He's having a seizure. Did anyone let it, let him out this morning? I don't know. No. Can we can we not talk about the dog on the podcast? <laughs> Honestly, is there ever a moment that this dog? Can this just dog be... is our our mascot forever and always. <laughs> he needs to go to the bathroom. Oh, poor God. poor buddy. He's robbing time. But poor buddy, he's robbing podcast airtime. Themselves, my love. Yeah. He's not an everyone. He he's an everything. He falls in an everything category, not an every one category. You're, you're being you're being okay. too you're being too aggressive. By you're being definition. Too Anyways, we spend our money, the dog. We <laughs> we spend money on the dog, which I regret. We spend our money on memories and moments. We really with do. The and dog. we save for that. Not with the dog. That dog can't go with us on Thanksgiving. We you know that. We spend money on memories and moments Jen, with Capone. I need you to know we're on the same we're on the same page here. Are we? Capone is not coming with us to this house in, in Chelan. It's not allowed. We haven't had this discussion It yet. says it on the thing. No Sorry, dogs. no dogs allowed. Yeah, yes. Well, exceptions are sometimes... I made. know. We broke the rules once for you, and we're not doing it again. Hey. The dog's not coming. <laughs> and I don't know who's going to watch him, and if someone out there in the podcast world wants to watch Capone over the week of Thanksgiving, you can have him. That'll be your payment. If you're a dog lover, I will give you our dog. You're too much. I'm giving him away. You're just getting all, all, all intense, all worked up over here. Okay, you know what the theme was this last week? What? The struggle DBs is real. DBs and sexy chess? <laughs> the struggle is real. Um, did a Bible study with a bunch of guys, I think it was two weeks ago, and we talked about the struggle in life. And then Sunday at 116 Church kind of opened up with kind of like the struggle. And kind of having this, I was just, you know, as I've been thinking about it, everyone struggles, right? I don't think the struggle escapes any of us. Can I define a struggle? A struggle, some people are like, dude, the struggle is real. And it's like a, it's like a 20-year-old who can't get off work to go to the lake with his friends. And he's like, it's like the struggle is real. I'm like, first of all, not the struggle, man. That's not First of all, the that's not what we're, we're referencing here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me define the struggle. <laughs> Hasht- you know, hashtag the struggle. Let me define it for you. It's not one thing. It's the combination of many problems converging in one moment. That's, 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 that's what real. the struggle is. It's not, the, it's not just one thing. It's all the things hitting at the same time. That, my friend, is the, the struggle. struggle. <laughs> um, okay, remember there's like a while back, we were financially, we were tight. The reason we were tight is because we had put money into the business, put money into other things, into the nonprofit. And so we had, we had kind of like, we had we had budgeted every single dollar. You ever do that? And that's actually a good way for for financial people. They call it zero zero dollar budgeting. It's like you right. you budget every you dollar. Spend everything. You, you don't leave. Like if you have a hundred dollars left over in your budget monthly, mm-hmm. you don't just leave that because it'll just go to nothing. You're like, yeah. okay, so we're gonna put fifty for golf, and then we're gonna put twenty five for you, know, you you for coffee. You budget it. You budget every single dollar, and then you stick to a budget. Correct. Here comes the dog. Oh God, I can't. I can't even with myself, man. I know no. you can't. I know you want me to keep going on, you but can. the dog keeps interrupting me. It's okay. <laughs> You're a professional talker at times. So we you were tight, this. which I don't. I don't prefer, but we we chose it. But we had zero discretionary money. So as long as nothing went wrong, right? As long as nothing 
went wrong and everything went to plan, we had a we, we would be okay. We were we were real good. But but as we all know, isn't it true? Right when you're like you have a budget, you have a plan. It's always the tires blow, the transmission falls right. out. You've got a cavity and it's killing you. you. You don't have you have to fix it. I mean, like it's like the things that you have to do never happens. I remember I needed a root canal. Who needs a root canal at twenty something years old? Yeah. I had to go get a root canal. Struggle is real. The struggle is real. Uh, Lil Ren, the dog needs a treat, and he's gonna keep snorting at us until you get it. <laughs> I'm literally gonna call this episode. Somebody shoot the dog. Like honestly, you can't say that. I just said it. It's the most annoying thing. Get him out of here. We're so unprofessional. You know, I hope that he gets you so Yeah, it, it is actually, you need to go yeah. see Dr. Molly about this. Yeah. Oh, I can't even focus. <laughs> Where was I at? The struggle is so exactly. real right now. Right when you're trying to get through a sentence in a podcast. So anyways, we got no discretionary is- money. And one day, our, my Sequoia, which I've been driving for 13 years, just dies in the car. Literally bleeds out. I think we talked about it, it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Transmission fluid, power steering fluid, just dead. And I'm like, I I don't got any money for this. I don't and think I you go, can say a machine bleeds out because women do it did. that. It's, it's, a, it's, it's making so me the, feel, feel all kinds of craziness. <laughs> don't use the oh word my God. it bleeds out. Don't you, no. Oh my God. Kid. <laughs> That's all I can think about, people. Okay, it's, you need to talk to Molly. <laughs> yes. That Molly? is, there are lines that we draw in the sand and no. you just hurdled Listen, over that line. This podcast is about jumping those lines. This is real talk. I don't want to jump that line anymore. You can't say. Either. You can't no, say. No, no, no. We're good. Don't, don't repeat it. Don't repeat it. <laughs> Lil Ren's back in can't the studio. Say bleed out. Jen, don't. Okay. <laughs> We've gone way off track. So the transmission drops. The car dies. It doesn't bleed out. And here's the, I don't have, I don't have room for that. So it's one thing on top of that. And I remember going to the mechanic, which I it dawned on me very quickly that this mechanic, he wasn't trying to help me. He was trying to rob me. Totally. And no no disrespect to mechanics, but I know nothing about cars. And this guy could have literally been like, yo, like the flex capacitor um, <laughs> in your in your fuselage has fuselage. tripped its URL code. I'm like, what is that, the internet? You know, and like anything he said, I would have to believe because and as it comes to find out, it cost, to fix it would have cost thousands more than to replace it. And, you know, I'm just, so we're dealing with that on top of the fight. You know, the fact that we have a budget now and we're being tight and we're keeping things, we're raining them in. I got to get a new car. I don't have money for a new car. And then I swear to God, the struggle. you know it. Then the plumbing goes in this house. And this house is a blessing. The compound is awesome. Coffee Talk Studio is grateful, but the plumbing, and it goes, it leaks, it shuts on our electric system. I call the it plumber. Just leak. It's pouring water yes, over our entire ceiling, electrical system. Which shorts our electricity. Our yeah, so I call the plumber. He comes out, it's like 9 p.m. at night. And he comes in, it's like $400 to take a look. I'm like, oh, Which at that point, I was like, it's probably Fine, is, because yeah, this yeah. is a water fountain. Yeah, yeah. Then he comes back after about 30 minutes, he's like, yo, it's a little more complicated. I'm like, of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it's more complicated. He's like, it's going to cost $800 I can bring in the machine. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yo, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? We got no we got no plumbing. We got no electricity. So he brings in this machine, comes back after 45 minutes, he's like, dude, this is bad. And I'm like, oh. And of course, he's like, it's going to be $3,000. To which I'm like, get out of my house. I literally, I'm like, go, go. And he, I gave him his 800 He leaves, and we get a second opinion. The guy who comes out to give the second opinion two days later, Meanwhile, we don't have plumbing is off and on, you know, and he finds out like, oh, I figured out your plumbing problem. Also, your irrigation system in your backyard, the sprinkler system, you have a sinkhole and we literally do have a sinkhole, which I wish Capone would go jump in. And now all of our grass, all of our plants are dead because we can't use our sprinkler system, which I don't care. And he's like, here's what's going to cost to fix it. I'm like, don't even tell me what it'll cost. He's like, he said, do you want to quote? I'm like, no, man. 
The plants die this year. I can't <laughs> handle it. You can buy a sprinkler. A week later, I wake up. Master bathtub is running. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Does Jen want to have like a bath in the morning? I get up. Jen's gone. She's at the gym. It's just <laughs> profusely leaking, the bathtub. Now my water bill's shooting through the roof. I can't turn it off. Call it the plumber. Of course. He's like, I think it'll be easy fix. He comes out. After about an hour, remember? We were he all, was like a, a professional. No, he's like a builder. He was more than a plumber. He builds he knows, from the ground up. Yeah. He's like, I think I'm going to have to rip this thing out <laughs> like, and redo the piping underneath your top. And I'm like, get out of my house. I literally, <laughs> you it's, didn't to say this that. day, you were I don't know how long it's been. The, the master bathroom, it still does, it, we don't use that bathroom. We don't have a faucet. He just plugged it, it off. He tur- capped it off, off. And I'm like, I'm like, leave. I don't need a tub. I don't, I don't need plumbing. I don't need irrigation. I don't even need a car anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because the struggle it's real. is real. All of us can relate with the idea of multiple problems converging on one. So here's my thought. I don't think the struggle happens to just normal people. In fact, I think great people have struggled greatly. Yeah. I'm going to go out and make this statement and tell me what you think. Heroic people must first endure heroic struggles with themselves. That's what I, I think this thought, this has been kind of a theme that I've been going on with a couple guys I've been talking with the last couple of weeks. Like, if you want to be great, if you plan on being heroic, but I mean heroic, like just living a life and being that for your people, you know, for the people in your world, you have to endure and go through heroic struggles with yourself. Because I think what makes the struggle, we were talking about this this morning, sometimes the struggle that we have is self-inflicted struggle. It's not Absolutely. as bad as it, as it actually is, but we get up in our heads we get all up in our emotions. We get all yeah. up in our thoughts and our pre- and we cause the struggle. We were talking about a situation with, with friends recently where like they were going through a tough time, but the way they were handling it was making a tough time like a traumatic, like almost devastating time. Yeah. And I was like, it's tough, but it's not devastating, but they're devastated because they got themselves there, right? So yeah. we have to... Here's the sad part about it, and I don't want, I don't want to discourage you on listening to it. There's no eliminating the struggle. You can't run from it. The struggle is real. It's real. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be there. But I want to kind of like allude to the fact that you're in good company. Okay, in history, think about it. Um, Winston Churchill, one of the greatest leaders. Did the dog just bring a bottle into Papa <laughs> Doc Studios? <laughs> I swear, get him out and shut He's the door. He's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my he entire life. He cannot be doing the bottle. We'll take the bottle away from him, please. He needs his little stuffy. He needs a stuffy animal. He's the worst behaved animal on the planet. He's He's actually the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It is amazing. The struggle for you right now, you're all up in your mind. You just got done telling the listeners that the struggle became so big because it gets up in your mind. The dog has affected you so much. (laughs) And it's up in your mind so much that it's affected. Babe, the dog is absolutely adorable. He's stealing the show. It's all in how you look. (laughs) At the perspective, how you take in the struggle. I cannot tell you how many times I've wanted to cut this podcast <laughs> and kick the dog. Because the struggle is real. This is a oh. this is a real life Which illustration. It's tough. <laughs> Can I talk about Abraham Lincoln for a second? Yes, please. <laughs> please do. <laughs> your, your lip is quivering. What's the Abraham word? Lincoln is one of the greatest <laughs> leaders of our nation. One of the greatest presidents that ever lived. <laughs> He and, did. He had a dog. He loved yeah, that dog. Okay, but talking about it, because you know everyone struggles, even great people struggle, and I feel like that helps us. He struggled with grief and suicidal tendencies for the majority of his life. The theologians, or not theologians, historians say he was haunted by grief his whole life. Um, he wrote this once um, in his journal. Let me read it to you. He says, I am now the most miserable man living. 
If what I feel were equally distributed to the whole human family, there would not be one cheerful face on the earth. Whether I shall ever be better, I cannot tell. I awfully fear I shall not. That's Abraham Lincoln. Um, Talk about the struggle. He fought suicidal tendencies. Um, His young brother died when he was a child. His mother died when he was nine. His sister died when he was 16. The woman that most historians say was the only woman he loved, she died very young. He buried two of his sons. He felt the deaths of hundreds of thousands in a war that he could not prevent or bring quickly to a close. Um, um, I was reading all over his life. His sadness spilled over into every point of his life. He once, there's once this little girl named Rosa, this was documented, who asked for his autograph. He was the president. And here's what he wrote. To Rosa, you are young and I am older. You are hopeful. I am not. Enjoy life before it grows colder. Pluck the roses before they rot. She just asked yeah, for an autograph, but he couldn't well. help himself. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's not well. The struggle is real. real. Everyone, everyone we struggles. All do. Right. Yes. And so realizing that, that like heroic people must first fight heroic struggles, go through heroic struggles, and it's with ourselves. I mean, yeah, life, but it's like, how do we respond? And I think that's what it is. It's how do you respond in the struggle? Um, it's so good. It makes us, as much as I don't, as much as I hate the struggle, a large part of who we are is determined, tell me if you agree with this, by how we handle or react to the struggle. I think a large part of who we are as people, as individuals, is defined in the struggle. Like you don't actually know who you are until you've gone through a few things or two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a version of me that is completely different when there's nothing, when there's no, when I've gone through no pain. There's a version of me in my my teens and 20s, although we had pain. But like, once you start to get in the struggle, like you find out who you are and it defines you a little bit. And you can't be defined by the struggle, but you have to be defined by how you go through and handle the struggle. Um, Can I read a quote from the great philosopher, Michael Jordan? Please do. Okay. Michael Jordan says this, talking about the struggle. I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I have been entrusted to take the game-winning shot, and I missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is precisely why I succeed. That's Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player. It's not a debate. It's so inspiring because it's how he's handled the struggle. It's how he's handled the loss. It's how he's handled the disappointment. It's how he's handled the uh, discouragement. You know you okay now Vic's over here choking and spitting up coffee. <laughs> it's just, you know what? The struggle is real. <laughs> Call it. Call no, it. No, no. <laughs> the struggle is real. But, but to me, hearing, hearing that, that is, that actually inspires me. It should. Because That's hopefully it, what's happening. Hopefully people are being inspired all like, over the yeah. world. You know, everything is breaking down, including the cars and the plumbing and the marriage and the and kids. Yeah, the, the dog. Like everything, everything that could possibly go Is it wrong. even recording? You probably forgot to hit record. This is probably all a waste. And you know what's crazy is when we're, when we're in those moments where everything just is kind of falling apart around us, we kind of sit in those moments thinking it's just us, no one else. Mm-hmm. My life is the worst. And we can find ourselves there for quite some time. And I think that's when when life kind of fell apart around me. There's this self-pity that sets in, which is, is totally understandable. But then it, it affects you so greatly that you almost then you the next phase for me it was, it was it was depression. Like mm-hmm. you kind of self-pity, you feel bad for yourself. Anger, angry, resentment, self. And then you get then you get discouraged and then you get into depression. And then usually when you hit that level, you can't get out very easily. 
And um, but you can, but though. you can, you can get out. But it, but it's, but it's real. The struggle is real. It's real. It's not going away. Right. And how we react and respond in the struggle, and I, I promise you, like people listening to Coffee Talk right now, they're in a struggle. Yeah. We all have our highs and lows, ups and downs, ins and outs. And I'm telling you, largely who you are, the, yes. the greatness yes. in you is determined through those. How you, and sometimes I'm not just saying like learn from the struggle, but how you just even get through the struggle, like get through it. Okay. I'm going to. I feel like this is story time with Billy. I want to read to I you. I love story time with Billy. Story time with Billy. Story time with Billy. Um, I want to read to you my story favorite, tea. my favorite poem in all of life. Now, I'm not a poem guy. I, I love writing and stuff. I, I never really. Got I love it. every time you tell me this because it's the same poem because you've told me this a few times. I love that you love a poem. Yeah, there's something very romantic about that. Yeah, I know that, and I would love to be that guy for you. you like, kind of are that. Whither guy the grass goes with thy leaf? Do you want to turn on Frank The sun though falls, and no, I see. You know, like I, I wish I could be the poet for you, and I think are I've we tried gonna, to write. On vacation, po- are we going to dance at sunset? What are we talking about? Th- <laughs> sure, it's making me romantic. sure. And let's take off our clothes on vacation too. But can I read? <laughs> you just jump, like. Um, because a poem gets you all romanticized. Well, this is a romantic poem. This is my favorite poem, and it literally talks about how we handle it. So I'm gonna read it. Story time with Billy. Should I do it in British? No, I'm gonna do it in real accent. Okay. It's called How Did You Die? by Edward Vance Cook. All right, check this out. This is gonna inspire you. How did you die? Did you tackle that trouble that came your way with a resolute heart and cheerful? Or hide your face from the light of day with a craven soul and fearful? Oh, a trouble's a ton, or a trouble's an ounce. Or a trouble is what you make it. And it isn't the fact that you're hurt that counts, but only, how did you take it? You're beaten to earth, well, well, what's that? Come up with a smiling face. It's nothing against you to fall down flat, but to lie there, that's disgrace. The harder you're thrown, while the higher you bounce. Be proud of your blackened eye. It isn't the fact that you're licked that counts. It's how did you fight and why? And though you be done to the death, what then? If you battled the best you could. If you played your part in the world of men, why the critic will call it good. Death comes with a crawl or comes with a pounce, and whether he's slow or spry, it isn't the fact that you're dead that counts, but only, how did you die? I love it. Every time I read it, I almost tear up. There's something about it. Like the struggle is real, and it's how we get through the struggle. I think trying to get out of the struggle, eliminate the struggle, is a futile exercise. Yeah. It's like, hey, life is a struggle. And there's really good moments. I'm not, I'm, this isn't like this dark, life is a struggle. I love life. Life is, can be so joyous, but there will always be mm-hmm. struggle in life. It's how do we operate? Now, let me, okay, I know we got to close and I know we're going, but let me, let me ask you this. Um, what about when the struggle is caused by other people? Because one thing for life to throw me into a struggle. It's one thing for my car to break down and the plumbing to go crazy and the finances to be tight. But what about when people we love, people we've trusted, or pe- or even people we don't know, they hurt us, they betray us, they do ill to us, they take advantage of us, they abandon us. They. How do we... That struggle, it's different, isn't it? It's like a personal struggle. Okay. That struggle, I think, is much more difficult to handle than the material, physical kind of struggle. Um, what would you say, baby? Yeah. Well, I think that that struggle for for me personally is that's the that's the most painful part of the struggle. Is sometimes sometimes that you, you we can handle the car breaking down, you know, versus a friend betraying you, right? It's just much rather a car another level. Yeah, 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 it's a whole another level. Or you you've done everything you can in the marriage, and the divorce is still happening. You know, the the pain of that. Or it happened. It happened. Here's the thing with those kind of hurts. 
that struggle can just go on and on and on and on. And like life can resume, but the struggle within is still there. And I think the only way, and we've probably hit this before on the podcast, I have no doubt, is the only way to say, so you say, so how do we operate in the struggles? Well, when it comes to personal hurt from people, the only way to end it, honestly, is to forgive them. No, absolutely. Oh, which is the worst news in the world, right? Like you're like, oh my God, like I have to forgive them. Because forgiveness is so hard. But I think it's all about perspective. I think it's, you know, and you've said this before. What's that statement that you say about forgiveness? Forgiveness doesn't make them right, but it makes you free. Oh God, yeah. Like, I mean, and that's exactly what it does. And if you, you hold on to the bitterness and unforgiveness because what did happen was probably unjust, right? And so we have we we stick to, I have a right to to be bitter. I have a right to not forgive. But the moment we do forgive... It just makes you free. It frees up your soul and your spirit that you can live life to the fullness. And that's that's the part of forgiveness. To the fullness? You mean to the fullest. To the fullest. Yeah. To the fullest. And um, yeah, but the, the struggle is real when pain, when it becomes personal, when it is personal, it is very difficult. But you know, the thing that I've found that, that has helped me is, is honestly my mind, the way that I think about this, the individual, the way I go, I process and realizing that when I let go of that, that pain in rehearsing what they did, I, I remember rehearsing it over and over yeah. in my mind to the point where it almost kind of caused me to go, not insane, but a little crazy. Like I just, I, I was not thinking straight and it was because of my mind. I would replay it and replay it. And I'm telling you, our minds, if we can let it go, we get set free. Yeah. We get completely set free of that pain. And if we don't, hurt. we're on the struggle bus for a long, for a long, time. long time. Okay. A couple of guys and I were talking about this topic uh, the other week. And one of them was like, how do you know if you've, you know, like, I think I forget, I, I don't think there's anyone that I need to forgive. Like, how do you know? So we started asking and we came up with kind of two ideas. I think one way that you could, like, cause I'm like, ah, I'm good. So then we kind of created criteria and I realized like, oh, maybe I'm holding on to unforgiveness and maybe I'm in a struggle is, okay, if you're waiting for someone in your world to apologize to you Ew. before you before you'll like renew conversation with them, you probably need to forgive them. And I was like, oh, man, based on that criteria alone, there's certainly a couple people in my world or that were in my world that I'm like, I guess when you know they've realized, they'll reach out, oh. which means I have unforgiveness. We truly un- right, right, right. And I'm like, ah, I forgot about them. I'm like, it's on them, I guess. And it's like... Maybe maybe you should preemptively just be like, hey, wanted to reach out, this, this, this. So unless you know no hard feelings, I forgive you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're waiting for them. I'm waiting for them to say they're sorry. And then once you say you're sorry, maybe I will extend the hand and of mercy. I just go <laughs> my mind goes instantly to like, you know, when you're the when you're the daughter and your father or your mother should be the one yeah. to take the high road. And they haven't. And it's been years. Those are the moments when the struggle is so real. And I would just say, in, even in those moments, like you just said, yep. you initiate and forgive. Okay, another scenario that maybe you have unforgiveness that you're struggling with is um, you're having imaginary conversations in private. <laughs> you know All saying? the time. Yeah, like with the same person. Like you're in the car and you're just losing it and there's nobody in there, but you've started playing out a scenario in your head with that individual. Like, I swear to God, if you, you know, and you're like, yeah, you know, totally. you're just, you know, like, and you get all worked up. It's like, hey, like moment snapshot, like there's probably something going on. And can I just side note it too? I think a lot of times um, we create our own struggle with people that doesn't exist because we kind of measure ourselves by them. Mm. And what I mean by this, it's comparison, right? Like this, this whole thing 
of we start, I think social media, which I love, and this will be on social media, so I'm not knocking social media. Like we're going to put this podcast, a podcast is a social platform, and then we're going to Instagram about it and Facebook about it, and then we're going to, you know, do we tweet? I don't think we tweet. But like social, I love social media. Right. But it has created a Petri dish of comparison that is so unhealthy in life. And it's this, and what we create our own struggles because we start comparing ourselves with other people. And we start like if they're if they're happier than we are, if they're if they're going on more vacations than we are, if their clothes look better than we are, if they have more more followers than we do, if they have more likes and comments than we do, if they have more views, like and it's it's just this enormous enormous. What's the first thing you do when you're scrolling through social media or Instagram? Is kind of the only thing I'm on. First thing you do, just instinctively, when you hit someone, like you when you see someone, you look at you look at how many followers they have. You know what I'm saying? And you judge them. The person who has 54 followers and the person who has 5,400 followers, you judge them. You, I mean, you, 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 come, you, you don't judge them, but you come up with a preconceived idea. It's like, ooh, 5,400 followers? That they bought? Who is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is this important individual? Yeah. And they have 54. You're like, eh, mom in the kitchen, you know, got no life. Mom like, in yeah. the kitchen. <laughs> Uh, I'm a mom in a kitchen. Dad in a garage. Thank you. Knows nobody. You know, like, you, and it's crazy. You know, these are humans. Yeah, you're saying real talk. I mean, comparison creates such a struggle in our life when you're talking about people and like kind of the struggle. And I can I just, and I'll give this, the remedy for comparison is celebration. Mm-hmm. Instead of comparing ourselves with people, let's start celebrating people. Like if you see someone on a vacation, instead of being like, man, how many vacations do they go on? Be like, no, that's good for them. Dude, that looks awesome. I hope they're having the best time of their life. I hope they're making the best memories of their entire life that will go with them for you know, like I mean, it's yes. so much easier. Yes. And what you're saying, like, oh, so just be a good person. No, eliminate the struggle in your life in that area. Forgiveness and refusing to compare and starting to celebrate people, it helps us to eliminate that struggle, which is the worst struggle, which is the struggle of um, that comes from personal hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this, and I've said it before, and it's worth ending the podcast with, just because they're winning doesn't mean you're losing. That's right. Please remind yourself of that. Just because Just because winning, other people in your world, people maybe losing. that have hurt you, just because you see them apparently winning and doing well in life doesn't mean you're losing and not doing well in life. Celebrate the fact that they're having good. Yes. And then also lean into the fact that there is good in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like it helps us. And you're like, is this just about being a good person? No, this is about how we handle the struggle because it's real. And I think there's ways to handle it. And I think there's ways to rise above it. And honestly, if you find yourself struggling right now and you're listening to this podcast, I would just say it's probably because you're destined for greatness. That's right. I, if that's a sweeping statement, so be it. Heroic people have to fight heroic struggles with themselves. We have to. If we're going to do that, then I just put myself in the category of heroic Absolutely, people. Yeah, we are. We fought through struggles. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and you should say that too. If you're Maybe going no through a struggle right now yes. and you've come through struggles, yeah. but you're you're heroic. There's 100%. greatness in you, and that's the only way we get there. I you're gonna it. go through it, and how we go through it will largely define who we are. So brilliant. Anyways, those are my thoughts. Those are my really ponderings for the day. That was we, we hey, it, through. Was this the first time I read a poem on the Maybe podcast? Maybe the second time. I bet you the first time I read it, it was probably the same poem. Probably. This is probably the second time you've uh, heard that poem. So. Oh, well. well. Hey, well, I love you so much. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, that sounds... Hey, can I just be like, that came off very no, disingenuous. No, it wasn't. I was like, I, I love <laughs> you so much, listening. and thanks for listening. All right, thanks for well, listening. Well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media. 
at It's Billy Hoffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.